Holden, what sport does Aaron Rodgers play? Is he like a cricket player? Oh my gosh! Come on, actually guess. <laughs> um, because we're bringing this up because he cameoed I, in season eight, episode five of Game of Thrones. So I'm putting you on the spot, Holden. What sport does Aaron Rodgers play? I I feel like he's a football player. That is correct. <laughs> ding, yes, ding, ding. you got it. Yes, All right. American football. Yeah, for our okay. UK listeners. Uh, <laughs> what team does he play for? That I'm at a lot. I'm he, gonna say. The Broncos? Close. The Green Bay Packers. I don't know why that was close. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to give you some credit. Oh, thank you. There you go, Holden. Congratulations. You got lucky. <laughs> um, welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show in which we discuss movies, games, and TV shows, in addition to kind of whatever, but mainly we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Jimmy Uthie, joined by my co-host, Holden Sutter. Jimmy, I bet you don't know who Tiger Woods is. Yeah, he's a golfer. <laughs> I know he <laughs> is. And we've got a great show for you today, highlighted by our reviews of Pokemon, Detective Pikachu, and Pokemon. Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 5. Let's do it. That one movie podcast. Stomp. <laughs> Holden, are you ready for some Toms? I am more ready for Toms than I've ever been, Jimmy. Why would that be, Holden? Because, guess what, listeners? We're shaking it up. I'm here with the news this week. I'm controlling Toms this week. Jimmy, get in your closet. I'm taking over. (laughs) Wow. The Toms, the Toms, the Toms. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's a twist. Holden's actually contributing to the podcast this <laughs> week. Um, for those of you who don't know, Toms is a rapid-fire game in which we rate the news from this week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Broca, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Broca is the highest rating, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Let's get sure started, is. Holden. Awesome. Hit me with it. I right. honestly, I really didn't look at the news all that much this week. All so right. this is going to be, be you're going to get my unfiltered, surprised opinion. I'm actually, here. Uh, right off the bat, I'm going to get uh, a couple things done. Let's start, let's talk about that It Chapter 2 trailer. That It Chapter 2 trailer. Yeah. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I liked how too. it was like a, a scene. Uh, I, from what I have heard, it's pulled directly from the book, which. Neither of us read it. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, from what I was reading when I was looking this stuff up, some people th- don't like the way they did the scene. Really? Apparently, like, apparently it is from the book, but there's I don't know exactly what the differences are, well, but apparently it there's isn't some like, from differences. the book, then what's it in the book? <laughs> that was a, that wow. did not work. Okay. Must be a pretty boring book if it isn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so apparently there's, like, I, I don't know what exactly it is. There's some sort of difference, and some of the readers of the book don't quite like it, but... Hmm. Oh. I quite liked it. I liked I it. I thought it was good. I'm very much into naked grandmas. Yeah. I am too. <laughs> I'm also into Paul Bunyan. We can finally agree on something. I'm also into Paul Bunyan statues. Did you hear about that? I did hear about the Paul Bunyan statue in regards to it's in the, the book. Yeah. Apparently, at one point, Pennywise turns into the Paul Bunyan statue in the town and attacks the people. Mild spoilers, I guess. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Um, I also heard that the shot with the bridge and all the balloons under it is actually the opening of the book. 
Okay. And it's not oh, the. Uh, that's right. That's that. That's the. Don't say what happens. Because... I won't say what happens, but that's like that's the scene that apparently will live in infamy of the book. Apparently, a lot of people. That's like a, a very disturbing scene of the book. Okay. Well, I'm excited to hear about it mm-hmm. or to see it. I guess. Yeah. So, what do you give that? I'm gonna give this a uh, Broca because. I was really like I've heard that the younger part of the book is the better part, and yeah. the younger movie was great. Yeah. So I'm like, well, uh, you know, the the kids also did a great job. So I wasn't convinced that this movie would be as good, but from this trailer, I was like, man, they're bringing it. I loved everything about it, and yeah, I got excited for, for it. Sure. Um, literally got excited for it. For me, this is the one of the best uh, trailers this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that comes to mind is the Joker yeah. trailer um, in regards to something I was moderately excited for. I mean, I did have It Chapter 2 and the Joker, both, I think, 7 and 8, respectively, on my yeah. top 10 anticipated movies of the year. Uh, but now I'm really excited for these movies. Yeah, so, bro- I'm really... Absolute Broca for me. A yeah. Thomas Broca. I'm going to give it a Bergeron because James McAvoy didn't say, <laughs> I don't know what to do! I don't know what to do! Not really. I'll give it a Broca. Uh, yeah. It looks pretty good. All right. Listen to our other podcast where we talk about that. Yeah. There you go. Do we know which one? I don't know. I guess no. you'll just have to listen <laughs> to all listen of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That's a trap. Huh? Check See that? Hold on. That's what I call marketing. You trap them like that you trap your listeners nice fear <laughs> if it's not love it's fear i guess we'll have to go with fear huh oh nice, oh, nice a little foreshadowing, a little foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. all right um so the next one is the watchman trailer for hbo the watchman trailer thought before the game of thrones uh, episode this week came out Looks- now someone who doesn't know anything about watchmen i want you to oh that wouldn't be me that would be you (laughs) oh yeah you're right right. yeah actually i happen to know nothing about watchmen (laughs) (laughs) let's just say i know the second most things about watchmen on this podcast okay which is nothing um (laughs) it looks pretty good i mean like it looks like a solid show i mean tiktok man TikTok. tiktok isn't that that one social media thing Oh, yeah. that I get before my YouTube let's, videos. Let's not, make it, let's not make a connection there. Okay. We're not endorsing that. I'm not. It's very <laughs> annoying YouTube ads. Um, yeah. So the interesting thing about the Watchmen show is that it's, from what I understand, it's like a sequel almost to the actual story slash movie of Watchmen. Um, Jeremy Irons' character is playing Mandius, who's a big player in the actual story of the originals, but he looks a lot older here, obviously, because it's Jeremy Irons. So is I'm that, really... So is that character based off the poem, Mandius? He... So he's a superhero in the world who has based himself off of that poem. I'm okay. pretty sure. Um, but yeah, so... Is an episode from Breaking Bad? <laughs> oh, a very good episode um directed by ryan johnson i'm gonna keep saying that until (laughs) everyone in the world knows but jimmy i think you should i i don't know you're not a very big comic reader but you should definitely like watchman is like is like this big total it's and it's just a comic it's for reference he's holding his his hands about an inch and a half apart or four to five centimeters for our international i own it i'll bring it so you can read it there we go uh, anyway, well, it's I'm not called Read Man, Read Men, Holden. Stop. It's called Watchmen. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the show. Uh, I'm gonna give it a Brokaw. Uh, it's ri- it's written by Damon Lindelof, so it'll probably be it's good. Ri- that's who's doing it. Yeah, I was watching the trailer. I'm like, and my and my family was asking me about it before Game of Thrones, and I'm like, I I don't know 
who is doing it, but I know it's like some big name person. Yeah, it's Damon, Damon Lindelof, Lindelof, writer of Lost and the Leftovers and Tomorrowland. Oof, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Hitting. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> So Damon Lindelof is kind of like a modern baseball player. He either hits a home run or he strikes out and looks absolutely terrible <laughs> while he's at the plate. Damon Lindelof. Good let's, parallel. Let's, let's hope it's a home run, huh? Yeah. I'll give it a bird round because I literally know nothing about it. That's fair. Um, so it's a sequel? Yeah. But, like, I think it's going to be able to stand on its own. I don't think you're going to have to have watched or read before. It might just help. All right. Well, we'll see what happens, huh? Yeah. All right. Next, uh, Holden. Get on with it. Got Hurry some up. Pet Cemetery news. Oh. Uh, some both news. our favorite movie from the year. <laughs> some news on a potential sequel oh, from geez. the writer of Pet Cemetery. This is a direct quote Quit from Quit burying him. things. <laughs> Quit doing it. It's not a good idea. And it's very predictable that you're going to make the decision to do it. This, so quit doing it. Okay? This, this is a quote from writer Jeff Bueller. Uh, Bueller or Buller? I don't Bueller. know. Anyway, um, so it says, Bueller. so a lot of the ideas that we've been battling around currently recently have all been about more about digging into the mythology of the uh, town. Get it? Digging into the mythology? <laughs> of one? In digging, the mythology like as in of... digging graves in the pet cemetery, Like with the shovel? Uh, but digging into the mythology of the town, these rituals that children present, the mythology of the Micmac? I don't know what that is. The Wendigo, the cemetery, the origins, Judd's life. So it looks like I don't know what I don't want to promise anything because we don't know. We're not even down the road on an on a, an official idea yet. Okay. Newsflash, Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants a sequel to that movie. No. Just kidding. There are probably people who do. I like how he says, I don't want to promise anything. <laughs> like, Please don't. Yeah. That like, movie was not good. <laughs> but you know what? We'll see it if it comes out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and if we're still going on this podcast, that we certainly Pet will. Pet Cemetery was a movie when the trailer came out. I was excited for. I thought it looked pretty decent. I almost I thought of it on my top ten list. I don't think it made it. Um, but boy, it was not a good movie. I don't want to see. I don't any either. more of that. Let's not if keep the that. original story was not good, how are any spinoffs going to be any good? I'm gonna give this. A bombadil. Also, big fat Tom Bomb Bombadil. Also, the uh, like the original story. I think there was a sequel to the movie of from the eighties, but the original story didn't have a sequel. So, like, I'm giving it a bombadil. Just get out of here, man. Buller, Jeff Buller. Mm-hmm. All right. Here to this cremation thing. You should try it, huh? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um. So next on the list. For you Matrix fans out there. Oh, I did hear about this. We have some good news and some subsequent bad news. <laughs> so the um, the director of John Wick 3, who had worked on the Matrix movies, I think as like a fight choreographer, um, has said, I'm super happy that the Wachowskis are not just doing a Matrix, but they're expanding what we all loved. And if it's anywhere near the level of what they've already done, it wouldn't take more than a call to go, hey, we want you to be this, a stunt guy, and I would probably go and get hit by a car. Which is a weird thing to say. But he's implying that the Wachowskis are making another movie. However, a, representatives, a representative of him later clarified that his comments were in fact based on a hypothetical scenario considering if the Wachowskis were involved in a new version of The Matrix. And some things apparently got muddled in the translation somewhere along the lines. 
I let's so weird. we're not getting one, or were there I, the Wachowski brothers are not involved in the in a new one? I don't think. I, I just don't think it's confirmed yet. I don't know. That was it's weird to me because he said that like it's it's based on a hypothetical scenario, but he's definitely talking like there is. It was weird. Maybe the studio just got mad at him. Like, hey, you weren't supposed to say that yet. Maybe John just... Wick Three sucks. You can't do this. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, maybe he just pulled the Tom Holland and actually spilled the beans a little earlier. Maybe. Um, old enough. I've never seen the Matrix. I haven't either. So wow. I'm gonna we should watch it and review it because I just don't care. Wow. You're cool. <laughs> what about you? Uh, Bertron. Yeah. I need to see the Matrix first. I haven't seen John Wick though. I just bought them though. Yeah. Okay. Newsflash. Deal on Voodoo right now. If you also want, if you I, it's the same deal as on iTunes. It's not the same deal on iTunes. I'll get to that. I saw the deal at first on iTunes. Um. So here's the deal. If you are like me and you haven't seen any of the John Wick movies and you want to catch up before we do our podcast or the next one comes out anyway, uh iTunes is putting out a deal where you can get both John Wick movies in HD for uh, $10 combined, mm-hmm. which is a great deal. Yeah. And I was literally going to, I was about to purchase it. And then I went, wait a second. I've been seeing a lot of good deals on Voodoo. I'm just going to go check it out. So I checked it out on Voodoo, the same deal to uh, both John Wick movies so far, $10, but it's in uh, ultra HD. You get them in 4K. So wow. if you have a Voodoo 4K compatible system, which there aren't a ton of i think you I need, definitely would not i think you need to have like a sony smart tv and maybe uh i don't know if you can use it on the xbox one s or something i don't know what the exact things are it says on the voodoo website but hey it's the same thing and that transfers over to itunes as well you get the movies anywhere sort of thing so it'll be in your itunes account anyway so you might as well just do that go and watch it so, so i got both of them 4k for ten dollars total that's pretty good so i'm gonna watch them this week you should too yeah just come on over. <laughs> uh, so next thing. Um, so this is a comment from Spider-Man Far From Home director John Watts uh, speaking with Screen Rant. He says that, I, I hate that he says this, Mysterio will be comic accurate. And that Mysterio enters, the, he, and he, this is like the full quote, Mysterio enters the comic as a hero, he said. So I, I always took it right back to the source material and what made that character exciting initially. So he's going to be bad. Well, yeah. Why would you say that? I, a- well, like, I just, yeah, because it, like, spoils, for anyone who's, I mean, not super familiar in the movie, it basically spoils it. And I just, I mean, I was also, ho- I was of the hope that he wouldn't be bad and that yeah, it would be cool I was, that he'd be a good guy. So, yeah, so people who aren't fully aware, like mild spoilers, I guess. Yeah. Although this is, I mean, this is pretty inevitable. In the in the comics and the movies, this is in the video game. Well, I guess not the movies, but like the video games, the TV show. Mysterio's, Mysterio's a- like, he's a villain. I mean, mm-hmm. he is. He's one of my favorite villains because he's in the Spider-Man 2 game. And well, he's it- just like, <laughs> he's just a legend. <laughs> I remember being a kid playing the Spider-Man 2 game and the Mysterio levels were by far the best ones. Mm-hmm. And then like the, this is just the greatest thing. You have to look this up, people, on YouTube. Look up Mysterio Boss Battle... Uh, Spider-Man 2 2. and it's one in like a convenience store and keep in mind that you've been fighting him like three solid boss battles before this or something like that and it's been incredibly difficult especially if you're like I don't know eight years old like I was Mm. or whatever seven years old on the original Xbox just you know just grinding away trying to beat him dying and dying and dying and you finally, oh man he's got he gets all these power bar power uh, health levels three health bars yeah 
they just keep going up and up and up and you're like oh man i'm just this is gonna be so tough and then you you go over and you like do one thing punch or kick or whatever and he just goes down one shot all his health <laughs> bars and everything and everything and i remember when i was playing it i actually hit the wrong button that i meant to and i was like oh no i hit the wrong button and then i like took him out and his helmet fall fell off and everything and my cousin was playing it with me and we thought that was the funniest thing oh my goodness yeah, of course another I little side tangent sorry but look it up it's hilarious mysterio and that's why he's one of my favorite characters i really wanted him to be good i yeah. wanted him to be good in this probably 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 not. not unless john watts is a master of deception like mysterio oh. <laughs> he also uses like holograms and yeah. stuff and maybe things john may watts not be as they appear maybe john watts uses holograms uh okay uh this is a just are we gonna, not gonna rate that oh yeah let's I'm give, give that a, a broke um i don't remember how this song so exactly this, is, goes. this is just kind of a short one we don't have to spend long on this but uh so for those of you who wondering um in uh mcu continuity it had been made established that peggy carter had a husband uh and then steve rogers obviously and what should we talk about this I say spoilers. Spoilers for it. Spoilers. Avengers Endgame. Great. Now I have to edit another time code. Hold on. All right. <laughs> Just spoilers for Avengers Endgame real quick. Um, but Steve Rogers uh, goes back in time to be with Peggy. Uh, and so the Russo's brothers confirmed that Steve Rogers was always supposed to be Peggy's husband. Uh, they said it was always our intention that he was the father of those two children. But again, there are time travel loopholes for that. I don't know. Just, I, Wait, what? So does that mean he had like a romantic interest with his daughter in Civil War? Or is she like his, her niece? What, who's the person she's in Civil his, War? her niece. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is weird. <laughs> Steve Rogers is a Targaryen? Yeah. Uh, that's... Okay, whatever. I don't. I don't know. It Bertrand. was. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I don't know how to react to that. I didn't need to know any of that. Well, there you go. I just found it interesting because I'm an MCU nerd. Uh, so another thing. This was the one that the first bit of news I collected. So this week. Are we back off Avengers Infinity or in Avengers Endgame spoilers? Yes, but we're still going to talk about it. But it's off spoilers. Um, off spoilers. So Avengers Endgame became the second highest grossing movie of all time this past week, which is a big deal, uh, only being behind it's a Avatar. At Titanic this point. deal, yeah. huh? You could say that it sunk Titanic's <laughs> record. <laughs> but James Cameron came out <laughs> on Twitter. Did he see this image? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He, so, came out, he came out with this and could he you said please describe the image to it, the so the image is of the avengers logo essentially posing as the iceberg that struck the titanic down yeah and like literally the tight half the titanic is upside is or not upside down but in the water like at a diagonal yeah and the, like most of the avengers endgame logo is submerged and the top of the a is like <laughs> pushing it's sinking the titanic it's it's sad it's too and, soon and james cameron <laughs> jim cameron well and it's a weird like comment that he made so he says to kevin and everybody at marvel an iceberg sank the real titanic it took the avengers to sink my titanic everyone here at lightstorm entertainment salutes <laughs> your amazing achievement you've shown that the movie industry is not only alive and well it's bigger than ever <laughs> That's a weird comment. Jim Cameron, why don't you just go back and work on your four Avatar movies that are coming out in the next 38 years? Instead of making years. this weird graphic, like... <laughs> That's weird to compare it in the actual that tragedy like, of the Titanic yeah, that's to his movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he like put his 
my Titanic as it was, as if it was more important than the actual <laughs> Titanic. That's a weird comment. I mean, good for him for being a good sport about it, but that's still a weird thing to say. <laughs> Jim Cameron, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'll give it a Bergeron because of the good sportsmanship, but also the poor wording of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it a Bombadil, dude. You can't just... That was, I mean, like, yeah, you can make... But that's just a weird... Yeah. Public, just be like, <laughs> hey, congratulations on surpass on on your milestone that's all you need to say you don't have to be like boy a lot of people died in the titanic but yours did even better than that (laughs) you you yours was better than an iceberg (laughs) (laughs) wow jim cameron all right so now we're on to some dc news which is my favorite franchise Uh, so i have one thing yeah, to say DC, about it. man, that Congress, they don't get anything done, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so this is specifically about the Suicide Squad. We got some good, some interesting casting, I, more of rumors, but there were some pretty uh, I love big rumors. rumors. Big, yeah, so we have three Quote, things. Um, so Michael, and Michael, Rooker, Michael Rooker, who plays Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy, has been uh, rumored to play King Shark. Interesting. Um, Dave Bautista has been rumored to play Peacemaker. Interesting. I don't know who Peacemaker is. I King Shark is a big CGI shark. So, uh, And Benicio Del Toro has been rumored to play the villain of the movie. Uh, and the only role, the only thing that's been connected to him is a role called the mayor, quote unquote. And he's been described as an irascible old warrior who lives for war. Alrighty. Why does <laughs> I feel like Benicio del Toro plays a lot of characters that are like the something? What's his role in Guardians of the Galaxy? Like the, the collector. collector? Yeah. The mayor. The collector. Who's he Do you in have the, another one? When, who's he in The Last Jedi? DJ. The hacker. The ha- well, I mean, he is a hacker. His name's <laughs> DJ. Yeah. What, <laughs> what, what? How does that come up in the? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, the ma- the master code breaker. The master code breaker. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Ah, thank but, you. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's interesting. All of his roles. Sicario, yep, the, he, the guy who the kills gun guy. the family. <laughs> I don't, I, he, he doesn't kill. What I think is interesting think. about all three of these is that they are all Guardians roles. Like, yeah. all Guardians actors. Oh, yeah, so, that's right. He's in Guardians. James Gunn is... Uh, directed those. Direct, yeah. Um, and the other one that I saw, I didn't get this written down. I saw it after, but uh, it's been rumored that Idris Elba might be playing Deathstroke. There we go. I'd that'd be, be down. That'd be cool. There that means go. they're recasting Deathstroke. So there you go. Who's playing Deathstroke? It's the isn't it like the bully from the original Spider-Man movie or something? That could be. <laughs> I think it's something like that. He was a guy who looked a lot like Slade Wilson, but Slade we don't know if he was actually Wilson. Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson. No, it's Slade Wilson. Slade. But Deadpool is Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson. Because he was originally a knockoff of, Slade of Death, Deathstroke. Deathstroke is one of my favorite Batman villains. I'm He's great. I've wanted to see a, a movie version of him for a long time. Even though and, I hate uh, him in Arkham Origins just because he's hard. I was gonna say just I I was gonna say his last appearance in well I guess it was in just Batman v Superman or Batman v Superman. He was in Justice League. Justice League. End of the movie. Yeah. I okay. I was thinking that was Batman v Superman. No. Um, He's not really... I mean, I'm not going to count that. So his last appearance really was Arkham Knight, which was not great. His his yeah. role in that. Well, very disappointing, his role in Arkham Knight. It could have been opinion. so much cooler. Could have been so much cooler. Alas. 
Any more news, Holden? Uh, yeah, so this was the thing I was talking to you about earlier. Um, did you hear about what George R.R. Mar- R. Martin said on the Tolkien um, <laughs> No. So I, I don't know why he was there, but he was at the like premiere for the movie Tolkien. and Tolkien? Um, Tolkien? Tolkien? I don't know. Tolkien? I, I've never in my life heard someone say Tolkien. I, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. I'm so pretty he, sure it's Tolkien. He, Unless everybody in the world has just been saying it wrong, okay. which could be well, possible. Well, you know what? I said it wrong. There. You happy? So he's actually You said, know those Lord of the Rings by <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien. So he said two funny things on uh, during this like interview. Was one he, of them Tolkien? No. <laughs> So I'm one, never gonna let you live that down. So he, I'm gonna he, look up. <laughs> he was in this uh, interview with Nicholas Holt and Lily Collins, the two stars of Tolkien. <laughs> um, and the first one of the things he says during it is, I uh, he was talking about how like Lord of the Rings inspired him as a trilogy, and he said, "I actually started doing a trilogy called Game of Thrones. Now my trilogy is seven books. If I ever finish the last two, <laughs> <laughs> wait, can you repeat that?" He said. I, so I started doing a trilogy called Game of Thrones. Now my trilogy is seven books, if I ever finish the last two. <laughs> <laughs> True, George. We're all thinking it. Um, and so Lily it's supposed Collins, to be a short story. Yeah. So Lily Collins made a comment about how she likes Harry Potter and personally likes it more than Lord of the Rings. And George R.R. R. Martin proceeds to say, Gandalf could cook, kick Dumbledore's ass. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. Because that's not true. <laughs> Dumbledore could so kick Gandalf's ass. <laughs> what do you think, Jimmy? I did. Be, I broke out. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. George R. R. Martin. Um, I mean, we, yep. And then the last two things. Just finish your books, George. Just finish your books. <laughs> the last two things. Uh, we don't have People to. People are gonna hate him anyway. <laughs> we don't have to respond to these last two things, but I just wanted to kind of briefly mention them. Uh, the first Godzilla reactions have been out and have been positive, Pre- actually really positive, and I'm kind of surprised. Like I am too. Like people, I bet it's actually probably not that good. Well, people are people Justice, are saying Justice League responses were pretty positive. They were kind of more middling though. I, okay, so the thing about Godzilla is what they have been saying is that it's what you see is what you're gonna get. And so if you like big monster fights, you're going to get a lot of big monster fights. And that's what a lot of the movie is, which that was a big complaint of the first Godzilla movie was even though it was a pretty good movie, it didn't have as many Godzilla fights as you may have liked. So that's cool. All right. The other thing I was going to say was Detective Pikachu is currently sitting at an A minus on cinema score, despite the more middling critic reviews of a 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it's and done a 52, 63. Yeah. And a 52 on Metacritic. All right. Well, um, moment of truth here. I've got a few a few pronunciations of Tolkien okay. <laughs> pulled up. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the uh, two-thirds rule is, you know. So here's one. It's, it's loading. It's loading. Tolkien. Oh! <laughs> Holden's over one. All right. Oh, here. John, we read the whole name. John, John Ronald Ruel Tolkien? Something like that? John Ronald Rule Tolkien. Oh, Holden. All right. Well, let's just rub salt in the wounds, huh? Here's number three. <laughs> Tolkien. Tolkien. <laughs> All right. You win. All right. J-R-R- the movie's called Tolkien, I guess. Tolkien. 
<laughs> that's how it's spelled. This is my phonetically. Phonetically, that's how it should be said. All right. Uh, I know a, my phonics. According to CNET.com, the uh, the author's name is actually commonly misspelled T-O-L-K-E-I-N instead of uh, Holman's Tolkien <laughs> spelling with yeah, well, the I before the E, which is correct. Which is correct. Well, then it would be like Tolkien. No, uh, you're stupid. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, you know what? You're the one who said Tolkien. I'm the one that has a journalism major that I'm working on right now, and you're just <laughs> stupid history major. So get out of here. Oh man. Well, this is going on way too long. Are we done with Tom? Yeah, we're done with Tom. All right, let's get into Detective Pikachu. All right. Holden. Uh, so on Thursday, we went to Detective Pikachu. Of course, starting out with our non-spoiler review. Oh, yeah. Holden, thoughts? <laughs> what were your overall impressions? I quite liked Detective Pikachu. You did? Yes. I liked it, and I liked it a lot until a certain point in the movie, and then I kind of was left with a little bit of a worse taste in my mouth, but I still liked it. Yeah. So after, after I'll talk, talk about that in spoilers. Yeah. I don't want to give away where it is, yeah, or, or what it exactly it is. But um, I, you know, overall I liked it. Yeah. Um. So, as a Pokemon fan, Pokemon, Pokemon fan, I think it was probably the right w- route they should have done this. Um. This is a very good example of taking of a, a very popular existing property and not following it the way you think it should like they didn't take a like a trainer going through fucking kanto region (laughs) (laughs) and like uh just learning it going to the pokemon league and whatever while that may have been cool we don't know uh it was kind of interesting to take it in a different direction while there is a detective pikachu video game it isn't one that a lot of people know about and it's yeah i don't know i think yeah I don't know. Conce- conceptually, worked very well. All right. So let's end this non-spoiler review with our thoughts on where it ranks among video game movies. But before we get there, so that's just a oh, little, yeah, okay. you know, a little preview. throw that out there, you know, something for you to latch on to so you listen to the rest of this, know our thoughts. Um, some strengths of this movie. Um, two that really stood out to me. Well, three very much stood out to me as uh, the strengths of this movie. One is the CGI of the Pokemon. Oh, yeah. The Pokemon. Pikachu is the cutest thing Pikachu I've ever seen. Is absolutely adorable. Even with Ryan Reynolds' voice coming out of it, still adorable. Actually, that Ryan makes it Reynolds cuter. isn't adorable. No, you're I right. Think that Ryan makes it Re- cuter. Oh, my sound is still on from the Tolkien pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I I completely agree. Pretty much, I don't think there's a single Pokemon that looks bad. Actually, I don't either. I think they all look good. Pikachu looks absolutely great. Yeah. He looks adorable. His ears, man. It's the ears that do it. And his little his little nose and mouth. I yeah, like that. and his big eyes, the big eyes, and uh, that gets me to point number two. Ryan Reynolds carries this movie as yeah. Detective Pikachu oh, in the sure. best way possible. He just fits the role really well. He's playing Ryan Reynolds, and he does it awesome. Yeah, it, yeah. That's not to say the other aspects of the movie are like any weaker necessarily, but it's just uh, it's a tribute to how good. His performance as Pikachu is. It really is. And number three, I really liked the score of this movie. I thought it yeah. was a great balance of like the video gamey feel with like a cinematic thing. I thought it was really unique. I hadn't really heard something was, like that. 
I was kind of surprised. I, I wasn't expecting to like, because I didn't really hear much about the score beforehand. Like when it came to like, say, Avengers Endgame or something, like I had kind of heard like the score was good and I kind of expected it, but I wasn't really expecting much. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't either. I quite liked it. Um, other elements, I thought there was a good amount of fan fiction in there. I didn't fan think. Fan fiction? Fan service. <laughs> <laughs> fan service. You know what, I, you know what I'm saying. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Uh, good enough. Good amount of fan service in there. Um, not too much, to where it was like overbearing. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, Holden, anything else you want to add here? I'll um, think of some more strengths of this movie while you're talking. Uh, it's very funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's a pretty I th- humorous movie. I think overall, I think like it's not. It's definitely not like the funniest movie I've ever seen. But I think a lot. I think the jokes are pretty well spread out throughout the movie. So I was pretty consistently. Uh, entertained in that regard yeah i thought it was just a a good time mm-hmm. plot uh, plot wise it's i mean it's nothing really special uh but also i mean i don't like using it's a kid's movie as an excuse but i think it's kind of i, I think it kind of fits here i yeah, guess I, you don't want it to be like too out there i guess i guess one of the strengths for me would be i did not realize it was a pg movie until yeah. you had told me that when it we left PG. i was like huh. for one it's kind of <laughs> for being pg it's like a hard yeah PG. Oh, there's it's, some it's like hard. uh violence and there's some weird violence there's some like weirdly suggestive jokes in there <laughs> very like suggestive jokes um in and but i mean it's it's not anything that like your like kids would pick yeah, up on or yeah. anything it's it's all it's not really my just kid. there my kids yeah. would never pick up on it <laughs> it's really just there for the adults uh yeah anything else you want to add here before um, we maybe get into some stuff we didn't like about it as much oh uh how about uh, we can, we can the acting of Justice Smith and he was all right. He was all right. Much better here than Jurassic yeah. World Two. Boy, I could not stand him in Jurassic World Two. Yeah. Oh my God. I thought I thought pretty much all the acting was pretty good. I I read something interesting that I don't know if it was intentional, but I kind of like to think it was that a lot of these characters, like especially like the female character. They seem like they act like NPCs in a Pokemon game. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, I haven't played a Pokemon since I don't know. Fire Red. They're so. just like they're weirdly kind of cartoonish, but they're also I don't know. It's they definitely I, felt like video game me. Yeah, and so I if that was intentional, that's great. I loved it. I don't know. I, I I'm gonna choose to think it was. Well, there you go. Some sort some of the uh, more weaknesses. Um, the plot, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I'm not really sure I'd consider it a weakness. Um, I don't it's, know. There were there were one or two th- things that I won't talk about that I didn't expect. Yeah, but I like, think there there are like some general twists in this movie that I didn't see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's fine. It's serviceable. I'm not upset that the plot's fine not a great villain in my opinion no in this movie no. i don't think so either we won't spoil who, who or what, what the villain, villain is, is. but you um yeah it's it's kind of a weak villain but i also feel like as soon as you see the villain you know <laughs> they're the villain yeah we literally turn to each other and we're like well there's the villain yeah exactly but I, to be fair i think there were points where i was questioning whether my or my first uh, instinct was correct or not. Sure, sure. Um, 
anything else you want to add to the non-spoilers here before um, we get to ranking it among video game movies? No. Things that you really just want to put out there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I kept seeing things about what, like a lot of the good jokes were given away in the trailers. And I mean, mm, some were. Some were, yeah. But I but feel like there were quite a few that... I, I think overall... This is an enjoyable time, mm-hmm. an enjoyable time, and it's uh, you get more out of it if you like Pokemon and you uh, oh, recognize sure. uh, some of the more uh, basic Pokemon. Like I haven't played a Pokemon game since Fire Red, and I got a lot of the references. So. Yeah, well, and that's uh, that's kind of what I mentioned earlier. Like the critic reviews are a lot lower than the audience reviews because obviously the only people who are going to go see it are people who like Pokemon. Yeah, look, this <laughs> so. is not a movie that this is not like Moonlight. Okay, no. like it does. It's not trying to be. It's it's like um, you know, it's like you it, Transformers is a very type of movie. You, like you just mm. have. To, it's not necessarily about being the best movie. It's just about being the best version of the movie you're trying to be. Mm-hmm, and this is sure. a very solid movie for the version type of movie that it's trying to be. Yeah. Uh, does it quite stick the landing? Not quite for me, but very enjoyable. I really liked going to this movie. Yeah, I think I'm I'm interested to see when where they go and what they do next. Oh, this po- <laughs> are you okay? Are I you just gonna, like had a weird burp uh, gonna, with this Pokemon are you franchise. Die? <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say though, we saw this on Thursday. As of right now, it's Sunday night when we're recording this. I did not think about this movie at all the last few days. I did mostly it just because I saw stuff about it. Okay. I don't know. I did um, not mull over this movie. I mean, I was busy with other stuff, but like, it did not resonate with me beyond that. Oh, I guess uh, one of the more and this is just kind of a personal opinion, but I I would have liked to see more different Pokemon in the movie. I can understand that. And like, I get why they didn't do more because they want to shape. They want to save more. Uh, to I show think later. that, and it's a lot more alienating. I think if you don't know, like. It was a lot mm. of the more like the core Pokemon from like the early games, and mm. that's why I was like, oh, I could connect to it. I was a little worried that I wouldn't be able to connect with a lot of the references. Sure, or a lot of them would go over my head uh, since I haven't played one in so long. But I'm sure we'll see more in the future. But yeah, there's a, it, especially towards the end of the movie, I was kind of getting like, yeah, we've seen these Pokemon before, just kind of like in the background Pokemon. Yeah, like, yeah, we see the, we've seen these quite a bit. Yeah, I wouldn't mind more diversity in the background, but mm. like. Uh, yeah, I think overall, I think it was a good a good balance very, very for the good. featured ones. What do you give this rating, Jimmy? I'm gonna give it, you know, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, I think that's. I think I'll give it that too. Really, that's probably about. And I think I would have given well, it an eight out of ten had what I'm not had what I'm going to had what we're going to talk about in spoilers not been in this movie. See, and that's interesting because that didn't really bother me, but I still feel like it's at the same. I mean, it did bother me a little bit, but it didn't resonate with me, and it's I'm still giving it the same score. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, ranking among best video game movies. Holden, what do you think? It's probably the best one. <laughs> it's probably the best video game movie. That's I not mean, saying a lot, but I think it, I I think it is. I haven't seen many others, but I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's better than Tomb Raider. It, it is way better than <laughs> last year's Tomb Raider. Um, and it's really not even close. Um, yeah. yeah, this this movie's a competently made movie. So <laughs> uh, I would say it is the best video game movie mm. as of now. For sure. All right, there you have it. We're going to move into spoilers. Yeah. Huh?
Holden, spoilers for this movie. What comes up in your mind first that you want to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about Ditto. <laughs> Ditto <laughs> is simultaneously one of the best and worst things in this movie, <laughs> but not not in a bad way. It, I mean, if, I I hope I hope Ditto. you've. I hope you've seen it by this point if you're listening to it. But if not, because I know some of you will have not watched the movie, Ditto, it's revealed early on in this movie that Ditto can transform into humans, which is cool, and I'm glad they showed that because I think that's interesting. But... As the throughout the movie, there's kind of like this female character who's like a henchman of the main villain, and she has like this weird plastic suit on, pink plastic suit, which is very odd. It's later revealed she's a ditto. She's and a ditto. It's really creepy because Ditto goes, <laughs> gets in this fight with the main character and takes off the sunglasses it's wearing, and it's got those creepy beady little Ditto eyes. And whenever it's it transforms, so scarring. <laughs> whenever it transforms into anything, it transforms into the main female lead at one point, which and is like uh, Justice Smith's like love interest kind yeah. of in the movie. And she's <laughs> terrifying with those beady eyes. It's supposed to like make it's... him feel guilty, but it's like <laughs> that's not working. No, You're obviously it's... not her. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad they did that because it's that hilarious. was that was it's so just funny out there. It was perfect. I just want to like I want to know who like thought of that idea because it is so funny. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Holden, there is some questionable, appropriate humor in this <laughs> questionably appropriate humor for a PG movie yeah in, in this film uh, there's a masturbation joke in there this is one. what's the line he's, I'm pretty good I'm alone pretty good at, at uh, night yeah I'm pretty good with myself alone or he's pretty good by myself at night or something yeah. like that and he's like <laughs> and Pikachu's no, like no we just like I, I think I turned to Jimmy and I'm just like uh uh no <laughs> Um, what was the Home Alone reference in the movie again? Yeah. So did I um, say that, or did you say that? You asked if it was, and I yeah. was not sure. But then I later figured and I, out. It and was. then when you said, you texted me, yes, it was, and I'm like, boy, I don't remember. It was what, so when he was. first walks into the uh, his dad's apartment. Um, right before he meets Pikachu, there's the movie playing on TV, and it's the same oh, movie yes. from Home Alone. It is the same. Oh, I got that. Yes. Yeah. I was like, that guy's voice sounds familiar. I think yeah. it's the Home Alone movie. Like, um, it's, um, if you've seen the movie. Angels with Filthy Souls or whatever. That's what the movie's called, um, I think. Yeah, but, like, for Home Alone, people who've seen Home Alone, it's the one where, like, uh, it, he, the movie plays in the background to scare all the, the, the people trying to find him or whatever. He's like, I forgive you, but my Tommy gun don't. Nah. <laughs> All right, change your I'll animal. forgive you or whatever. You know that movie yeah. in the background. It's part of that, and that's like, is that a Home Alone? Yeah, same one. All right, got yeah. that. Uh, what? Okay, let's just get to the ending. Okay, yeah, we can get. Unless that there's something you the want to. No, in, well, we can go back, but we we can get this out. Uh, this bothered me. How? Um, okay, some of the twists were fine. Whatever. Uh, Pikachu being his dad was a little weird, but I was like, okay, that's fine. But then Mewtwo. Like un Pikachu's the dad from Pikachu, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he takes him out. So then you have Ryan Reynolds, and then you have the Pikachu, mm-hmm. which was I guess fine if this is a self-contained movie, but it's obviously trying to launch a franchise with it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this movie, I was like, oh man, I'm so ready to see another one of these. Uh, you know, up the stakes. You know, now that they've they've really locked in what worked in this movie. 
And then it just seems like, how are they going to do that? Since you can't really have to, like, Pikachu's not the same Pikachu we've been following around. Yeah. And it'd be weird to have Ryan Reynolds just running around. It doesn't work the same. Yeah. Like, he was so good as Pikachu mm-hmm. that I'm like, like, what is going to entice me to go to the next movie if he's not Pikachu again? So yeah. unless literally at the beginning, unless they drop the next trailer and somehow he's combined. I don't, Pikachu. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm wondering if they're just not going to do another Detective Pikachu movie. I would imagine, but like, I think that's just such a lost. They might just do another Pokemon movie, though. That's what I'm, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's just such a missed opportunity. We'll see. I feel like they'll, they'll probably try to, if... If this movie does as well as it's doing this opening weekend, which it's doing pretty well, especially against Endgame, yeah. um, I think, yeah, I think we'll we, there's a good chance we'll just get another one, and they'll they'll write some way into it. I so so basically, one of my, my biggest gripe against this movie is that it was too good that they like ruined the chance of adding another movie as a sequel. Jimmy's literally sad that they didn't leave it on a cliffhanger. <laughs> no, uh, not necessarily a cliffhanger. I know, I but know. like leave it open for a sequel. Yeah, leave it like you didn't need to. I was like, I'm okay with that original Pikachu being gone. I never knew him. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I. See, I wasn't like, I wasn't even so bothered by that. The thing that bothered me just most about that entire ending was the fact that Mewtwo confused people into Pokemon's bodies. <laughs> like that's weird. never been a thing. I don't understand. It that. was weird. I just thought the whole ending was like unnecessary. Like you didn't need to do that, and I felt like it was just for the twists I don't and everything. Know. Like I'm okay with it being Pikachu being his dad, but like why it was well, yeah, weird why to remove I'm... him from Pikachu. Yeah. I think I th- I agree. I think they should have kept him in Pikachu. Yeah, and there was like no specific need not to do that or yeah. whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But then Maybe I guess people would have been. Yeah, there you go. And then um, wake up. What was I gonna say about that? Oh, it. Uh, so it's all but confirmed at this point, especially just with everything I've been reading online, that this movie is in the same continuity as the animated movies. That doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> well, it means a lot to me. As an avid fan of Pokemon Lucario and the Mystery of Mew, which is like the eighth Pokemon movie or something. I, that's wrong. It's not the eighth one. I don't know which one it is. But uh, they mentioned that Mewtwo is, escaped from the Kanto region 20 years ago, which is coincidentally... Escaped from Kanto by... Yeah, which is coincidentally... The the uh, twenty years since the first Pokemon movie came out, which is when is the movie with Mewtwo. So, yeah, that's that. There you have it. <laughs> um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, what were your favorite Pokemon besides Pikachu in the movie, Jimmy? I loved the bartender one. Yeah, Ludicolo. I love the one where it just flopped its tongue out and started licking people in the face. Yeah, that was pretty funny. The the guy in the beginning, the with the skull. Oh, that was so funny. And then like they they bring it back at the end of the movie. I just loved how small he was. Yeah, he was like chasing after. What's the name of that Pokemon again? Cubone. Cubone. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. And then Cubone, ditto Cubone at the end of the movie, hitting (laughs) hitting his fingers off. That was really good, too. I like that. Um, I like how, um, what's the uh, Magikarp? Magikarp? 
yeah, turns much. into a Gyarados. Yeah, that was right? good. Yeah. After Pikachu just kicks him. Yeah, because I remember. So this, I love this game. I love this movie because it like it featured all the Pokemon that I really had in my my lineup back in Fire Red, like the the Pidgeotos. Mm-hmm. Lots of Pidge. They were smaller than I thought they would be. They're like actually bird yeah. sized. I thought they'd be bigger. I think. Well, yeah. I think some of the Pokemon were a little off from like the scales given in the games, but okay. I think they were just done that to make them seem more like feasible in a real world. I guess. Yeah, it made I, sense to me. Uh, ditto. Ditto just dies at the end of the movie. <laughs> like it's weird. It like spazzes uh, out and just melts. Oh, it's funny. Um, other, I mean, Squirtle. I love Squirtles. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I'm. Tr- what are yours? Any that I, love, I, haven't I thought the Bulbasaurs were so cute. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they were adorable. They were adorable. Um, no, I didn't see any uh, rat dot. Rattatas? Rattatas. There were Rattatas. There were? Yeah. I missed them. Like, uh, there were, the part I noticed them, they were scampering around in, like, the shipyard. Okay. Um, But who? Uh, what else did I like? I liked I liked the giant no, Torteras. Yeah, no Diglett. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was, what's it called? Slow po? What's the one that sleeps? Oh, slacking? Slack? The big... Oh, Snorlax. Snorlax. The way yeah, it's that was in the, great. The, the intersection, that <laughs> was hilarious. Because you have to, like, that happens in the game where it's like you're stuck and you have to go find something and get him out of the way. And he's just camped in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> that I, was so funny. It took me a second to get it. And once I got I was like, oh, my gosh, that is the funny. That just, you know, it went all the way back in my long-term memory and just <laughs> shot it to the front. I'm like, oh, that's triggering and hilarious at the same time. I liked uh, Pikachu riding the Pidgeotto like he does yes. in the beginning of the anime. Yep. Intro, intro to the anime. That was good fan service. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah. The intro I, I was to the, a big like, fan of the anime. The show? Yeah, the show. Okay. Yeah, like the, origi- like the original show. And Pikachu, of course, sings the theme song, right? Yeah, that was that pretty was good. good. I like Jigglypuff putting the, the bar patrons to sleep with its singing and then the, Oh, that was mad. funny. Yeah. Um... We got to talk about the giant things. What are those called? The ones that were really big. Yeah, I just said, that's why I said Torteras earlier. The Torteras, yes. What was the point? <laughs> like, um, I did the not understand. Psyduck wakes them up, and they literally get up, and then they go back down. That and that's all that happens. That didn't bother me. I what bothered me. And they li- they would have totally died from falling from the height they did. Yeah. What bothered me was what was the point of making the Torteras that big? That wasn't like, I did not understand. Like I know that yeah. What yeah, were I they trying to that. do? Like they were trying to make evolution better or something, but like, but like why? But wh- what did the Torteras <laughs> have to do? It was uh, just yeah. like we want this really cool looking thing where yeah. Pikachu gets to hurt. Yeah. Oof, Pikachu. Owie. There you go. Um, anything else we should add? Um, I felt like I wanted to say something. Do we oh, do, I don't just remember. talk briefly about the villain? The uh, villain? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So he gets a few Pokemon's in there. There's there's a few times where he's like Pokemon. Oh yeah, he and does. Then there's Pokemon, Pokemon. He says it like Parker in a row Mon. too. Yeah. There's like three in like Parker a Mon. fifteen second span. Um. Yeah. He was. I mean. He. He was pretty. He was pretty. Oh, generic I know villain. what I wanted to say. It was about the villain. Oh. It's how when they like Mewtwo. <laughs> Why didn't he just go up and just 
snapped his neck or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what was stopping you from just taking him out right there, just removing the things? Yeah, I, I don't know. That was funny. I feel like he should have had like some sort of shell come around him or something to keep him away. Mewtwo. Yeah. Also, I thought when Mewtwo saved Pikachu from the fall at the end, I thought that Tim had put on the headset. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it, it makes sense either way. But me, like after the headset got taken off of Mewtwo, Mewtwo like fell. So I was like, oh, they're both gonna die. Yep, there you have it. Well, this is probably gonna be way better than Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yes, almost certainly. Yeah. All right, we should wrap it up. Anything else you want to say before we get into Game of Thrones? Oh. I don't think so. I think you should go see this movie. I think you should see it too, especially if you played Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, you'll you'll enjoy it. It's a, it's a good one, and yeah, make more video game movies like this, Hollywood. There you have it. All right, Holden, Game of Thrones, the penultimate episode season eight season episode eight episode five. five let's see if there's a name up yet is it the last going. war maybe let's see king's landing half of the main characters die <laughs> yeah they sure do weapons that were once very effective are now pointless <laughs> uh it's oh, still oh. it's called the bells the bells whoops that's not a very good name is it Oops. Was it a very good episode? Well, we're about to get into it. Obviously, spoilers for Game of Thrones Season 8. Uh, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, wh- what are you doing here? Yeah, Don't listen to heck? this. Go watch Season 8, and apparently half of you will be incredibly disappointed with the uh, with the with this final season. Let and the other s- half will really like it, probably. Let me just say, before we uh, get into Episode 5, if you... Or upset with season eight up until now. Get out of here. You're stupid. <laughs> We're uh, alienating half our audience. <laughs> okay. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Um, no, I certainly kidding. have some uh, crit- criticisms of the first four episodes, but overall, I, I really like them. I I do too, Jimmy. I was more critical of the first two episodes than you were. You were. So, I mean, yes. Of course, of course, I've got my qualms too. All right, Holden. I want to get your overall impressions here right away what were your thoughts on this episode where did it land for you i Um, really don't know i like don't know i mean i have a lot to say about this episode but i also don't know what to say about this episode i that doesn't make any sense yeah it doesn't but (laughs) it makes sense in my head because it's how i'm feeling but like i don't know i liked it i think yeah, I overall liked this episode, but I certainly had gripes with this episode yeah. more so than any of the other episodes of season eight so far, which is I, interesting. Mm, well, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was more entertaining than most of the other episodes, but I think I had problems with it. I don't know where it stands in this season for me. It's not obviously not as good as four because four has been the best episode so far. Um, Where is it? How about in relation to the long night? Uh, it's probably not as good as the long night. Yeah, I would have to agree. Upon first watch, rewatching, I might feel I just, differently. You know, I you know as as much as much problems I, as I have, and a lot of other people have for like the first twenty minutes or so of the long night. I just think like the last half of it is so good. I, I for just me personally, it, I like the last half of the long night is awesome 
this episode to me i was very much looking forward to it because i've been like wanting a battle for king's landing Mm -hmm. since day one i mean like blackwater was as close as we got in the first several seasons um of course the second the ninth episode of season two which is a great episode but um this episode i think is not as good as blackwater in my opinion, there are parts of it that I like a lot, and there are yeah. other parts I don't like there as much. There's some great. There's some great stuff in this episode. Yeah, there's I, some stuff that's just like I'm like I what? Understand. I so I think my main issue with this is that it just didn't live up to my extraordinarily high expectations for this episode. And as someone who else, who has been pretty much on board with everything in season eight, mm-hmm. I I just my biggest gripe is. Danny, yeah. I what what exactly about Danny? In this I episode? just her. Okay, so you told me what the creators of the show said afterwards, but I not so, sure. Okay, I'm not okay yeah, to clarify. Yeah, yeah, okay, you can clarify. So this is one of my. I wrote down some notes while um while um, be, right before the episode. Um, so this was one of them. I so first of all, I am completely on board with Danny going like mad queen yeah, I, yeah, yeah that concept i'm like i think that's yeah, great i was hoping that was gonna um happen. not a fan of how it went down in this episode i don't no. think it was warranted um the way they did it um it so d and d um in the inside the episode afterwards explained that when she sees the red keep that's what triggers her into thinking like oh this was like that's the symbol of everything that was taken from her and that pushed her over the edge and then she just went out and then she wanted to kill everybody in king's landing and make it personal and take vengeance on westeros but like it even though it's been building to her becoming mad it still just seemed like a 180 yeah like felt jarring yeah it was just like okay suddenly i'm crazy and like even with that explanation it wasn't made clear in the episode. It was and, not made clear in the like, episode. Yeah. Even I and I don't like buy into that explanation anyway. Like I I don't think even if they had made that clear, like it wouldn't it I, it would not have made sense to me that she'd just start killing innocent people just because she felt like King's so, Landing yeah. was taken from her. So I think that the people should have been fighting still. Like and and rallying rallying to the the Lannister co- mm-hmm. to Cersei's cause, and then her getting angry like I'm trying to free you. Why are you fighting me? And just like rage, and then Cersei does something, better. and then maybe you have Masande's death in this episode, and that's what pushes her over edge in that moment because we don't have that moment in this episode. Had that had because mis- I think at at that moment in the the last episode, the last of the Starks, she was could have done anything. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. Like that moment came and went and it was gone. She didn't have that triggering moment in this episode. For sure. Not looking at the red keep is not going <laughs> to and it we didn't build to that in no, the series. No, no, no. So I think Masande's death should have been in this episode she should have been totally planning totally on board with the surrendering and all that like she says she's on board right at the beginning of the episode with like if they ring the bells great yeah we'll you know we'll take the city peacefully no it you know thousands of lives will be spared um and then cersei does this masande thing and that's what pushes her over the edge Mm -hmm. or cersei does another thing like that 
you know, kills Grey Worm somehow or something like that. Um, yeah, I do not think it was warranted in this episode. Um, and then if she was so pissed out, pissed off about all this, why would she not just go directly to the Red Keep yeah. and kill Cersei? Why? Right. She's like, I'm going to take, <laughs> I'm going to do the, the cross, uh, yeah, what I'm do you call zigzag. zigzag my way and just kill all these innocent people on my way to the, the Red Keep. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Also, I just did like, I don't know. I, and they surrendered yeah. too. So it's like, like your, your beef is with Cersei. Yeah. You should go with Cersei. Uh, anything else you want to add to that before I get into my uh, other gripes for this episode? No, I think that's that's pretty summed up well. Um, so I do have a lot of gripes about this episode. There are also things I like, so we'll get to those too. We I didn't. This is not like I overall like this episode more than I didn't like it. Um, let's talk about Varys. Okay, mm-hmm. he's the first one to <clears throat> bite it in this episode. We correctly predicted it last week that he was going to get taken out for sure by fire by a dragon uh one of my questions here is that okay so they suggest that he was loyal as and they talk about this in the inside the episode that he knew he probably wasn't gonna live um through this attempt of treason but he even knowing that he was like i need to do this for the good of the realm and at least try but that okay why didn't he do that before then with all the other corrupt kings why didn't he if it was for the good of the realm why didn't he put his life out on the line then as he had that big of a character change because we have we seen that not really i don't know i (coughs) as soon as he was the first character shown in the episode i'm like he's dead that first scene like confirmed it for me that he was dead well what confirmed it to me is when it was night out and he was walking um in the trailer there's a shot of um a, a dragon mm-hmm. um in the in the dark and then it fire bursts out so as soon as they're walking in the dark and i'm like well we haven't seen this shot yet in the show so i know exactly where this is going mm-hmm. and then he ate it and i was like okay um I do like how he's like, oh, I hope I'm wrong. I hope you guys are right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it, it does work to isolate Danny a little bit more, but I feel, I just feel like Tyrion and John wouldn't have just stood there. They'd be like, this guy is trying to benefit the, you know, like, yeah, yeah. We, if we kill people like this, there are fewer people who want overall good for the realm out there. Mm. I mean, like, I understand it's like, the answer isn't killing him. The answer is trying to show him why he's wrong, you yeah. know? And, like, killing him is just proving that you're no better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and that you're just going to burn your enemies. Um, here's one interesting uh, thing I had against this episode that has not been a problem in a lot of other episodes. There is some not good CGI in this episode. Did you notice this mm-hmm. at all? No, um, the no. first shot of Euron is not like the green screen is or the rotoscoping or whatever it is is very obvious if you go back and watch it like especially around his head it does not look like he's actually in king's landing really? there's another shot close after that where it's like a, a fairly close-up of someone i think it's by like the scorpions just looks like it's on a set hey, at, which, least, at least there's not a starbucks <laughs> cup, cup in the shop you know what i'm saying um so it just was like as somebody who like Game of Thrones is very good at about, about having good CGI and stuff. And this was like one of the first times where I really, really noticed it 
in an episode and was like, boy, that wasn't as good as it has been. It wasn't as mm-hmm. up to par. There's another shot when um, Drogon is flying through all the ships and it's like right by the water and he's skimming along the water. That does not look real at all. No, I, I guess I didn't notice. <clears throat> I, yeah, I think you should go back and revisit them because I was... I don't know if it was just because I was watching it on a, on a really nice TV and it's just more... It's just easier. I feel like the nicer the TV, it's easier to notice the worse CGI. Well, meanwhile, during that scene, I loved <coughs> the shot of, or the 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 shot of Euron watching all of his boats get destroyed. Oh yeah, that's a good it, shot. Yeah, once again, sucker for long takes, but it was it, was, it just followed him looking around as Drogon like destroyed everything. I thought that was really good. I think uh, that's one of the strengths of this episode is the long takes. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some good ones with Arya. A lot of like dust transitions in this episode. Like it'd be of, like rubble, and then it's like oh somewhere else. A lot of comparisons you could make to <coughs> the fact that the ash looks like snow. So that is one okay so that is one of the things i really did like about this episode um i'll get into that now um i'll kind of uh i'll start here um the ending was weird aria and the horse what was that about that I don't know. seemed really out of place and weird she's and dead and she's going to the afterlife it's <laughs> lost or something i don't know <laughs> That's- <laughs> that's what lost happens in the end. Yep, they get on horses ex- and they go to the dead that's world. That's pretty much it. You're pretty spot on as someone who's watched Lost. Yeah. Um, I think the episode should have ended with Danny. It's like the reflection of the vision in season two. I believe it's season two, right? When she's in Karth, I think she has oh, the I vision. I don't know. Or, I've don't seen know. this series once. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, I thought this was a great twist, and I think it and, and it implies that George was likely in on this from the beginning of having what uh, twist? The twist that okay, so did you okay? Maybe you just didn't pick this up when we were watching that. So Danny, when she's in Karth, she has that huge like um, vision of like the Iron Throne and the the Red Keep, and the Red Keep's like destroyed, and it looks like it's snowing, and people. Just and people just assume that it was like oh the White Walkers winter is coming, look what it does oh. it destroys. Yeah, I didn't pick up on Man, that. Man, where in reality, the other isn't the real danger. Our real um, enemy is ourselves. Our mm. true enemy is humans themselves. Um, so I thought that was a great twist, and that the ash was like the snow, and it was, and that to me was like okay, this is how Game of Thrones and the books is going to end as well. It's not going to come down to the White Walkers yeah. and people. So if you were upset about the White Walkers getting taken out earlier than later, sorry, bud. <laughs> the books are probably going to be the same. I'm sorry. It wasn't just <laughs> D&D. <clears throat> Unless he changes his mind, seeing the, the reactions from everybody. But um, I really like that. That was one of maybe my favorite aspect of this uh, this episode was confirming that twist but this episode episode should have ended with the the um recreation of that scene from her vision where she takes the iron where she goes up to the iron throne she should have sat on it instead of Arya riding a random horse into the distance yeah you know what <coughs> i was liked weird and out of nowhere you know what i liked Kyburn's death <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that was every I was watching it with uh, four other people and we were all like oh yeah that's what the group I was with did too we were all like just, Jesus Kyburn <laughs> just gets wasted <laughs> I literally went like oh well there goes Kyburn <laughs> oh my gosh that was insane you know I, like like the first time I watched it I'm like Kyburn's just a sinister dude man but you rewatch it Kyburn is like actually has so many redemptive qualities to him like he's mm-hmm. the only person who treats cersei with like any respect and any like she, he's the only one like who sees her humanity outside of i mean you, you could argue jamie doesn't until i mean in some in some respect but he's like he was he was really good in this episode <coughs> he was and he was like he was trying to protect cersei yeah um not because you know he wanted to retain power or whatever, but he just cared about her genuinely, genuinely as a person, which he does throughout the show. And I think uh, Kyburn's an underrated character, man. Let's talk uh, uh, Cleganebull. He, huh? he got wasted. Cleganebull was Cleganebull. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I guess I was like, where are you gonna? He's. What you? What you? Okay, well, I should say this. What did you think about? Uh, Sir Gregor being just, or the mountain, as people like to say, just being like basically invincible. I, I kind of figured that was how it was anyway, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's, <coughs> I first of all, I liked how he looked. Yeah, he looked great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's. I. I mean, he was already pretty much invincible anyway, so that made sense to me. I. I figured that they were both gonna die mm. in the confrontation. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like you can tell, like literally, they talk about it being a stairway to nowhere in mm. the inside of the episode. That. Um. Whatever. You think? What did you think about Cersei just <laughs> working away her way around the Hound? <laughs> She's just, <laughs> just like that was kind of like gonna, awkward. She's just like, all right. I'm just gonna like let you two duke this one out. <laughs> what would th- you think about Cersei's death? I okay, the death I liked. Um mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why. A lot of people wanted Jamie to kill Cersei, which to me was like I was like okay, but I, Jamie's not going to kill his wife if she has or not his wife, but his lover, even if he hates her cuz she has an unborn child. That's well, like really morbid. That's what I wanted to ha- I wanted that to happen, but <coughs> I as the season was going on, I figured that's probably not where it was going to go. I I thought they were going to die together. I've been saying that for a long mm. time, that they brought into this world together. They're going to die together. I liked their death. I did too. Um, I think it was, I I was thinking more about it. I think it was probably fitting that like, I don't, it, it just, I, it was probably better that Cersei wasn't killed, I guess, necessarily straight on by one person. Yeah, I think so too. And I think, what I do like about this episode in relation to Cersei, which I did not like a lot of this episode in relation to Cersei particularly, but I do like is her humanity. You see it again. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, you could argue that Cersei may be more moral than Daenerys. Yeah. I kind of liked that. Um, so there you, there you have it. I mean, she's not the greatest uh, person in the world, but she, she didn't destroy King's Landing. Yeah, she she was willing to save her people. I, w- I was going to say she didn't just burn a lot of innocent people, but she did do that. Yeah, She only did that at, well, I mean, I guess they're both equally bad mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Around the same. Hey, it's not a competition. I like Cersei more. Sorry, <laughs> Danny. Um, however, I do not like how Cersei just kind of went out without, like, just with a whimper. Like, she did no damage. Which is um, very uncersey like. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. I'm kind of surprised she didn't pull something. I was, and we even got the uh, the light. The what is it? The light of the seven. Is yeah. Piece? We even got a little bit of that music in there. I'm like, oh, she's got something worked up. And then um, when they were fighting, you could see wildfire explosions too. Did you catch that? It looked yeah, like there were yeah, the green yeah. explosions. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, does she, does she have some like wildfire thing planned? No. <laughs> yeah. Guess not. No, I. Well, Light of the Seven at this point is pretty much just Cersei's theme. Yeah. I don't think. But it's, I mean, Reigns of Casimir too. Yeah. I thought the Reigns of Casimir when Jamie and Cersei were having their moment before they died was good. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, in the end credits as well, good rendition of it. But I like the death overall. I just thought Cersei was just very un-Cersei-like in the fact that she just stayed there. Didn't, For sure. I mean, she invited everybody into the Red Keep, kind of trying to call uh, Danny's bluff, but. Like, I feel like she would have had some sort of backup plan. Mm-hmm. All right, some other gripes in terms of this. Um, let's start with uh, the Golden Company. The Golden Company literally did nothing. Yeah. They did absolutely nothing. There were, what, 20,000, 30,000 troops? And they what, were they all standing in front of the gate and they just all died or what? Well, yeah. Let's, I mean, we could, we could combine that with the fact that for some reason no one can kill Drogon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. Okay, Golden Company did absolutely nothing. They yeah. literally just stood there and then all got killed. Harry Strickland, I think that's the name of the leader of the Golden Company, did not do jack, man. He just started running away and then got killed by Grey Worm. What was the point? They did absolutely no damage. Um, yeah, D&D uploaded a patch to the the uh, Game of Thrones software to nerf the heck out of scorpions, which went from a few of them being more lethal than two dragons in the last episode to like a hundred of them being totally worthless. Against one dragon. Uh, when, against one dragon. Like what? Like that just seemed like a complete reversal. I yeah. think what should have happened is Drogon had some sort of like armor or something mm-hmm. where it's like, oh... Okay, well now we're screwed. I mean, and he that's had why plot armor, you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. But um, some sort of like shield thing that Gendry puts together or something, mm-hmm. I think would make a lot more sense. Um, I wouldn't have minded just like having a little time jump here either, where Sir, or where Danny takes some time to reflect. Yeah. Also, kind of going with that, I did. I did not understand that they retreated at the beginning of the episode. Was that made clear? Uh, I suppose since she was, t- since she's walking away in the last episode, you kind of. That just seems infer. weird to me that like they just left. I don't know. I feel like I had just. I, this seemed like a very messy episode in mm. a lot of ways, and I wasn't quite expecting that. Even though uh, other people had their gripes with that. Also, um, John kind of did nothing. John didn't. I mean, he did a little. I think here you can kind of see him turning against. Yeah, Daenerys. but like I was surprised. I think he's gonna kill Danny. I yeah. I think that's what the show is leading up to. Um, Euron. Euron is terrible in this episode, in my opinion. He fought. He fought Jamie. Yeah. Is, what was like? Why? Had they ever met before? I don't. I think so. Yeah, maybe. Right? And at the end of the... Th- I don't know. Yes, they've met. Because he's in he's in uh, King's Landing for all of season seven. Oh, yeah. I believe. Um, 
Yeah, he did nothing. He stood on the boat. The boat blew up. Then all you, the next thing you know, he's it's fighting, fighting Jamie, Jamie, and he almost kills Jamie. And then he's like, "I'm the guy who killed Jamie Lannister." And those no, were his lines. I was like, "Why? Why would he? That was such a dumb thing to leave him on." And I'm like, "He better not be the guy who kills Jamie Lannister." Yeah. Uh, fortunately, he wasn't. It was a, a piece of rubble. Yeah. <laughs> Conked him right in the head. <coughs> he's like, "Oh, you killed another king." Okay. <laughs> I did not like Euron in this episode. I know a lot of book people have been complaining about Euron in the show. I thought that was... I mean, I haven't read the books, but I thought I Euron... I like Euron was, overall. I like Euron overall, He's too. kind of just this crazy pirate guy. Yeah. This episode, boy, he was just... He just did absolutely nothing. I thought... um, I was hoping Arya would have some sort of faceless thing where she you know, killed Kyburn or something. And I then used, loved her thing between her and the Hound, though. I do. In That's the, in the keep. Yes, a good conclusion to Arya and the Hound, one of the better duos of yeah. Game of Thrones, if not the best. I was like, Duo. yeah, that's that was one of the things in that episode. Like, that's characters. how it should have gone. Yeah, and she's and I love how she's like Sandor. She used his name for once, really effective, mm. um, and just says thank you, and he's like, yeah, and like, I just thought that was a good moment, and mm. I and I think it was a good device to have her. Then we see the perspective of Arya trying to escape this city. She literally has to go through the entire city yeah. to get out. And um, we get to see, like, all the carnage. Um, again, with the the wooden horse toys. Uh, callbacks to Shireen, who gets burned at the stake as a kid. Um, roasted. So that's just unfair that they, <laughs> they do that in the, in the best way possible. Because it's like, you can't, you can't not associate that girl as being Shireen. Mm-hmm. When she has the horse toy, and of course she's dead, and you see the horse, the crispy horse toy, and in all the ashes and all that. Uh, boy, anything else here? Yeah, Cersei didn't do a lot this episode. She kind of just was in denial of her dying. Um, but you know, we figured she and Jamie were toast, and Euron and Kyvern. Kyvern. <laughs> that that was, best part of the episode, honestly. Um, uh, I guess, do you want to touch on Clegane a little bit more? We kind of got distracted. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if there's much more to say about it. I mean, I, I, mean, thought, got, it, I thought it was a good get fight. His head crushed in again. Yeah, but he managed to somewhat survive it until he pushes mm-hmm. Mountain out. Um, one of the things D&D said were like, they were like, uh, well, we knew he was going to um, fight the or fight the mountain and we knew he was going to die by fire or they were both going to die at the same time or something like something like that one of them was die by fire I'm like I don't know if he necessarily died by fire more than just falling <laughs> 400 feet to his death That's pro- <laughs> I mean I like we don't even know I mean with how invincible he is he probably he maybe could have survived a fall like that he maybe did die by the fire the mountain, I mean, not the hound. Oh, the, the hound. hound. The yeah. hound died from the fall. Yeah. They, were, they said the hound was going to die by fire. I, oh, said, I might have said oh, the mountain. Oh, what you're saying. Okay. But, yeah. He, or maybe they said the mountain. I think they said the hound. And that makes sense for the hound. Uh, there you have it. Other deaths. Um, no, I think we talked about all the, the major deaths. Varys, Euron, Jamie, Cersei, the hound, the mountain, Kyburn. Uh, anything else you want to add off the top of your head about this episode? Maybe say more positive things about it since we overall liked it. Some of the some of the better things. What did you think about like the whole the Lannister 
Soldiers just laying down their arms. Thought that was good. I liked that. Yeah. Yeah. How they're like, well, we're not gonna win. Yeah. And Cersei's <laughs> not not the nicest person to us. Yeah. I don't know. <coughs> I I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. I don't really have much to say about that in particular. I don't know. Uh, I guess maybe any predictions for the the series finale of Game of Thrones. John's gonna kill Danny. Besides that, it's gonna be an epilogue. You think it's gonna be an epilogue? I I don't know how much epilogue we'll have. Because they're kind of building up to another big fight, right? Are they? I think. I mean, they did not show anything in the preview. I didn't. Which is good. Watch the preview. Oh, but they kind of looked like. there is going to be opposing sides. I don't know. I feel like maybe maybe ha- half of it will be that. Half of it will be everything after. I feel like for a series like this, you have to have a pretty long. I feel ending. like we're. I feel like we're gonna have an hour of action and then thirty minutes of epilogue. We'll see. I don't know. Twenty or like fifty-five minutes, twenty-five minutes, something like that. Oh boy, one episode left. I think these episodes. I think it's just six episodes is not enough. To yeah. do this. I disagree with D&D's call there that six episodes was the right amount. I think they're doing okay, but... I know. Yeah. I think, like, overall, I've liked this last season, but, like, is it perfect? Certainly not. No. No. There's certainly things that aren't great about it. And this episode felt a little... I was just a little bit disappointed by this episode. Um, but I liked it. I probably will like it more on subsequent viewings. Mm-hmm. And I think... um it's definitely different watching a season like episode right after episode instead of having a week in between. So I think watching season eight in retrospect will be a completely different different experience. But yeah, you know, I liked it. We'll see how the finale goes. Hopefully, it's great. Hopefully, it doesn't end with Arya riding a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I that would be so dumb. Yeah, that would be. Um, any last thoughts before we go into what are you reading? Nope. All right. That was our review of Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 5, The Bells. <laughs> the Bells. For whom the bell tolls. For whom the bell tolls. The Bells of St. Mary. On to what are you reading? What Not what are you reading. What are you doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Nice. On to the segment. Jo- good job plagiarizing. What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Holden, what have you been doing this yeah. last week? Uh, oh, so I rewatched John Wick, which you are going to watch both. Mm. Um, I'll probably rewatch the second one as well, but I, I think I, this is my third or fourth time watching it. I liked it just as much as I have in previous viewings. It's very good. There you go. I uh, started watching Castlevania, the anime. Weeaboo. <laughs> no. <laughs> just because I've been playing the games a lot. It's a pretty good pretty good show. Quite like it. And besides that, I don't think really a lot. Yeah, I don't know. All right, it's hold pretty on. pretty good. Well, what I've been doing is not a ton. I've been watching some South Park. Pretty oh, funny. Yeah. I watched an episode called Towelie. Yeah, if you're classic Towelie. I really liked the character Towelie. I was quite good. fond of that episode. <laughs> um, basically, the, there's a talking towel, and it preaches about towel safety. Mm-hmm. 
It's very important. It's, it's towel safety. <laughs> Make sure you bring a towel. Uh, Towelie's a great reoccurring character. I, I thought it was quite funny. Um, beyond that, I did I rewatched a little piece of Game of Thrones just because um, I rewatched the Light of the Seven scene in which that piece of music comes up in the Winds of Winter episode, season six. Great Cersei moment. Won't spoil it for any of you people out there, but last two episodes of season six still are the greatest two hours of television, if you ask me. No. Um, no. No. No, apparently Holden disagrees. No. Uh, I haven't even ever seen four episodes of Big Bang Theory in a row. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Funny. Other than that, I really haven't been doing a lot other than working on homework. So, yeah. But I will watch the John Wick movies this week, hopefully. That's, That's what I good. plan on doing. That's good. All um, right. Anything else you want to say? I don't think so. Uh, next week might be our last episode in person. Well, in the same room. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. So Holden and I live in two different places over the summer. But don't worry. This podcast will keep coming. It's you're not keep on track. You're going you're you're not... to get your Dark Phoenix episode. Don't yeah. you worry. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> I will have to see that movie. <laughs> uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to record it over Skype, which we have done. We did that for Captain Marvel. We did that for Captain Marvel and our Avengers predictions. Maybe. I think so. Game of Thrones predictions. No, I think it was Avengers. Yeah, I think I had it was the list. Avengers predictions. Yeah, I had the list. Well, we're not just sneeze. Keep talking. Uh, I'm in limbo yeah. between seizing and not seizing. I don't know which way it's gonna go. Jimmy's looking pretty painful over there. I think I'm not gonna sneeze. Never, but nice. that's like I wanted to sneeze because now it feels like it's built up in my sinuses. Although we might, oh, we might be able to do another episode before because we won't have to record on oh. Sunday nights after next week. So there you go. So yeah, you know. so that'll be nice. Game of Thrones is kind of it's kind of hard on us because we have to watch the episode, which starts at 8 p.m. our local time. Then we record it around 10 to 12, and then I edit it from like 12 to 1.30. <laughs> so and then go. I wake up in the morning for classes, and that's really fun. So that'll be over next week, which is nice. Then we'll go back to our regular sort of Saturday morning recording or Saturday afternoon recordings, that depending if we go. all weekend to work on it. Then, and then we'll get it up Saturday or Sunday, so you'll get the episodes sooner. And there you go. So without further ado... Holden, if you think of anything, just interrupt me. I'm going to start talking about our social medias. Go ahead. All right. Like us on Facebook, That One Movie Podcast. Tomp. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, that is at Tomp Podcast. I know it's redundant. At Tomp Podcast. <laughs> Email us a question or comment. Give us feedback. Send us something. Holy fish paste. It's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, email us at uh, Tomp podcast at gmail.com t-o-m-p podcast at gmail.com of course you could uh give us some money on please patreon do. please like do money. i like money we like money and we're spending a lot of it donate to the children's fund <laughs> what have the children ever done for me uh so yeah we're running at heavy losses currently so feel free to throw in some <laughs> money if you um if you want to support us and keep us going so we can justify doing this for a long time, which Please. we want to. Yes. Just kidding. I don't want to, I don't want to have to deal with Holden anymore. I want to fail at this. <laughs> uh, any other things? Oh, YouTube. Go check it out. Trying to do check that. We'll out. get more into YouTube this summer. When we have some time to actually do things. It's been hectic. I'll, around. I'll learn how to edit. It's been hectic around here. Yeah. Kind of an idea we're throwing around. I've been throwing around. 
I've told Holden to do <laughs> uh, is that maybe uh, once a week I'll do an uh, uh, just an episode of whatever on YouTube, just like a little five minute video ish on any topic I want, and then next week Holden has to do the same thing. He edits it. I'll he just previews it to we preview them to each other, make sort of comments, and then um, I'll give my Big Bang Theory fanfics. <laughs> Uh, that's just an idea we're throwing around. Let us know if you think that's a good idea or a bad idea mm-hmm. or a great idea, which it is. There it's you go. A great idea. Until next time, which will be John Wick 3 and the series finale big of episode. Game of Thrones. Probably bigger than this one. This one's already a big episode. This is a big episode, but next one's probably even bigger, yeah. but probably not as big as the uh, Battle of Winterfell and... The Long Night and the uh, Avengers Endgame. Probably not as big as that one. That's when we peaked. (laughs) So you're probably not listening to this anymore because we peaked already. Anyway, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Love you. Pokemon. Pokemon.